Blog Talk Radio. Big Mike and Vinny the Shark. And good evening, Blog Talk, not Facebook. Thank you for joining us here on Monday night. Goon's trying to get Facebook up. Vinny, welcome back from Punta Cana. Nice to have you back. Rob's good to be back. Uh, Goon in the house. Goon won't be here Saturday. Should be all three of us, though, back Saturday with a special guest. Rick, uh, Rich Soybert will be here. <laughs> I uh, listened to his name twice, not to butcher it, and still did. Vinny, you know and, and yet I'm messing up his first name, not his last name. Unbelievable, But, but in vintage Mike fashion, you messed it up one if way or another. If there is any name on this show, I will <laughs> mess it up. But uh, <laughs> you missed a pretty crazy week in sports, man. But how was Punta Cana? It was fantastic. Very relaxing. Beautiful weather. Uh, great getaway. But the water, oh, man, did my butt suffer from the water. Everything, uh, I missed my um, Angel Soft toilet paper over here, but overall, other than that, fantastic trip. So anybody who just joined in on Facebook, the first thing you heard was Angel Soft toilet paper. That's a great <laughs> start here on Monday night. Uh, Vinny, though, let's get your thoughts on a few things. The Warriors swept the Cavs, and, uh, and everybody knew it was happening. Uh, so first, let's start there. The Warriors sweep the Cavs. All right. I mean, we all saw that coming. That's no surprise to anybody. Naturally, um, LeBron James didn't have the supporting cast and the Golden State Warriors. Well, they're the best team in basketball. So no surprise whatsoever. What was hilarious, though, was the immediate cast on LeBron's yes. hand after the fact. I mean, he's actually – I think he's better than that. But now he's literally exactly what I thought he was. I was trying to give him the benefit of that all series, that they'll even take one game, which they should have won game one, right. we all agree right. on. But for him to wear his cast like that, saying he suffered it on a self-inflicted injury after game one, that is maybe one of the lowest of lows of LeBron's career. The you same cast that he's suck. gone around. Um, Did you see hands. all the handshakes? All the handshakes, yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw him all over Twitter. The a same, broken hand that he can flop his hand like a fin? The same hand he was carrying his briefcase out, telling Come media, on. be better tomorrow. Uh, I mean, that was one of the lowest of lows I've seen on LeBron. But now the next question is going to be the decision part three. Where does he go? I say ruin basketball for eternity, even more than he already did these last eight years. And sign with Golden State. All right. <laughs> so I have the updated <laughs> odds right before we came on. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Lakers plus 200. They are the favorite. The Rockets plus 275. You know he's close to Chris Paul. Chris Paul supposedly has already reached out. 76 is plus 300. And the Cavs plus 700. And what's interesting, Vinny, and uh, I never thought it was going to happen, but on Saturday's show, I read the Knicks for third at plus 375. Now they can't even be found. So I don't know, you know, what happened there, if they took some sort of bet or whatever. But uh, out of these teams, where does he end up? I still think Philadelphia is the best. I mean, he has options here. It's either uh, do you want to team up with Paul George or form a super team with somebody? I mean, for instance, you could do that with the Knicks. Right. Hey, Paul, let's go to uh, the Knicks. We'll have me, you, and uh, Chris Hasbro. All the Lakers. George has been rumored to one right. of the Lakers. Right. So. That's something. I, that's why I don't think free agents going to work, because I really think Paul George is sticking to his guns and going to his um, favorite team, the, the L.A. Lakers. Mm-hmm. I still think he's going to do that. I don't understand why the Lakers are the favorite, because I don't understand why LeBron would go there when there's a better team in the Houston Rockets in the West to go to and try to win a championship. Cause I mean, you're not going to beat the golden state warriors on the Lakers. You have a better chance of beating the golden state warriors with the Rockets considering they went seven games without LeBron James. 
So um, I I really don't see the Lakers. It's mind-boggling to me that they're the favorites. I only you only say this though. Still L.A. It's still um, you know he said now Mr. Hollywood. I know right. he has this a house like out there. Time he said with Miami and, and the move uh, with his kids because now they're older. So now if you're gonna move all your kids, I mean now if you're gonna move them to L.A. or or Houston, where do you want to move them to? I mean I guess L.A. Right, but um, it doesn't make sense to me, especially with his past decisions all revolving around a championship. I think Philadelphia has the best place for him. I think that does diminish Ben Simmons' value because I have a better three-point shot than he, that guy does. Um, but in terms of team now, and he, he likes coaches that don't have a lot of success. I mean, um, who knows? Maybe they make a trade for Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard or some form of uh, way for him to make a team. But I think he needs to make a super team with four people, not the three like Golden State has. Even though Golden State's kind of a four if you look at him that way. So can we agree he's not going to be on a, the Cleveland Cavaliers? I do not see him going back to Cleveland whatsoever, no. Completely agree with you. So now what happens with Kevin Love? Kevin Love, uh, he's a free agent, right? Uh, I think he has or one no. more year. He has one more year. One then more year, then he's think. stuck there, and they're going to have to trade him either before the season. Obviously, they're not going to do anything until they know what's up with LeBron. Uh, they got to trade him one way or another. He can't stay on that team. They got to get their values. They got to start doing their rebuilding process. And as soon as LeBron leaves, they'll go back to getting the number one overall pick like they did those four years done. So he has one more year, Kevin Love. Is, uh, he'll be age 30, then he uh, $25 million, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. You know what? So. Kevin Love is one of the top players in the league. He goes to the Cavs. He actually – He's probably now a top 40 player, do I yeah. dare say. I mean, this guy was a monster on the boards and used to stretch out the floor from the three. Yeah. Now he's strictly just a three-point shooter. I don't think he could go back to that monster double-double 2020 kind of guy he used to be anymore due to what LeBron James made him become by going to Cleveland. I completely agree with you. So where would a good fit be for him? Kevin Love would be a good fit for the Knicks. Uh, I'll tell you, a great fit for him would be the Boston Celtics over there. If they can uh, – get something going on for him. I mean, Danny Ainge is the master of trading, and he just continues to keep stockpiling pick after pick. So you can see that. Um, other than that, I can't really think of a team right off the top of my head for Kevin Love, but uh, I think the Celtics would be the ideal place for him. And uh, you mentioned Kawhi Leonard, Vinny. Uh, it's rumored now the Spurs are going to offer him five years, $219 million. He's going to sit down with Greg Pop, work out whatever issues they had. And there was issues. It was out in the media. He was going to come back, didn't come back. Um, I mean, listen, five years, $219 million can heal a lot of uh, hurt feelings. It sure can, but what were the issues? We don't know exactly, and from the looks of it, he's even got thrown under the bus by his teammates and even the coach, Pop. Um, so we don't know exactly what the, the relationship's over there. Kawhi Leonard is going to get paid by anybody. Obviously, the Spurs can offer him the most, but we'll see. I mean, also, Kawhi's at the stage where he's going to be in the trade process, not a sign process, so the Spurs can get tremendous value for Kawhi Leonard as well. We all know the age of that team, and they just keep getting older over there. The glory days of the Spurs seem to be gone. Um, I don't see Kawhi Leonard staying unless – I don't even know, unless they could get, like, LeBron over there. Yeah, I don't think Kawhi stays. Five years, 219. Uh, you know, Greg Pop, you know, one of the premier coaches, one of the premier teams, they know they're going to have to do some work there. Uh, the days of Tony Parker, and, you know, it's all over there. So, I That's think if you with- build around with Kawhi, I think you can, you can have something, especially if you bring in something. They already said Pavic's going to talk to LeBron James. So and try and recruit him there. So and Kawhi Leonard's highly regarded as a top five player in the whole entire mm-hmm. league. And um, one healthy people laugh at that. But if you ever watch this guy play defense, LeBron James will tell you firsthand nobody in ever in his career has guarded him better than Kawhi Leonard has. So that speaks volumes. Uh, his defense is the best part of his game, and he'll still drop twenty five to thirty on you every night. Kawhi is the real deal. The claw. Let's see if he works it out with San Antonio. But if not, if he's up for trade, he is going to be an interesting spark. It's going to be LeBron James and what he does. That will shape up the NBA. And I don't want to start like ESPN with LeBron James in basketball, <laughs> but I do have one more for you. 
Kyrie Irving has been in the in the media like crazy already. Um, you know, what's going to happen after this coming year with Boston? He has one year left. What do you think the fit is for Kyrie long-term? You know, I follow somebody who's called – I'm going to give a free shout-out on our show, NBA Updates on uh, Facebook. And um, this guy does a great job covering the NBA. He's on top of everything, the moves everybody makes, who's starting, who's not, who's in the lineup, who's not. And he said um, – I don't know what his sources are, but he said Kyrie Irving is open to playing in Madison Square Garden with the New York wow. Knicks. And um, I don't know what his uh, – you know, I don't know what's bothering him over there in Boston, but I guess the rumbles of – everybody buying into Brad Stevens and him not doing his own thing. Yeah. Kyrie really looks like a guy who wants to do his own thing. So um, he's walked out on a team once before. Maybe he'll walk out on a team again. But um, I don't see why he would be upset with the situation he is in. And I think the Celtics showed you they don't need Kyrie. They really yeah. don't. When Gordon <laughs> Hayward comes back, um, Jason Tatum's a star. And, uh, call and Hayward, Hayward right has, he's, he knows the Brad Stevens system already. Right. He's played college with him. You know Hayward's going to fit in exactly. Kyrie's that guy who wants the ball and needs right. the ball. So who knows? Maybe he doesn't fit in. We didn't see enough of him to say that, but right. they did go on like a 20, uh, 20 win streak with Kyrie Irving before yep. he went hurt though. No, so did. who knows? I don't understand why he's upset and the team is great. Uh, it, it would be a selfish move for Kyrie to want out. Uh, Vinny, the other thing that happened uh, while you were in Punta Cana, the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup. We don't need three of the game because <laughs> uh, it was just an absolute collapse by the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. But um, let's Alex Ovechkin, man, uh, you know, good for him. First of all, congratulations to him. But what he's doing now with the celebrations, <laughs> Fantastic. we have not seen anything like this. The only thing I can think of is maybe Gronk on a, on a duck boat, uh, you know, downing beers. Uh, and he nothing is, comes close. He is on a Gronk level, that's for sure <laughs> right now. He needs a GoPro on him in his own YouTube channel or something where I could watch this guy at all times. He's sleeping with the cup. He's uh, doing keg stands out of the keg cup. Stands out of the this cup. guy is literally enjoying it, and it makes me want to see him win another ring now. I mean, we've seen uh, Mario Lemieux had it in his swimming pool. And uh, I forget the coach last year had his whole family over and they had cereal out of the, the Stanley Cup. <laughs> but I have never seen a keg stand out of a Stanley Cup. And that's probably the best thing you could do out of the, out of the, ke- <laughs> uh, the, the keg, <laughs> the Stanley Cup. I mean, that is, oh, man, I'm loving everything Ovechkin's doing. This guy's worked so hard. He's been here for so many years. That is the number one thing he needed on his Hall of Fame legacy. He got it. Go out there and keep enjoying yourself. And besides that, the one thing that I do admire is he's doing this amongst and with the fans. He's swimming in six <laughs> inches of water at some public pond, uh, not even a pond, like a statue. A yeah. A fountain, yeah. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Uh, he's drinking with all the fans at the Washington Nationals tailgate, and they're all chanting Obi, and he's down in beers. He's in the middle of the game. He's just standing up in a, a, a suite holding the cup over his head. I mean, he is living life right Rob now. Rob mentions it all the time, Washington sports, the failure they have. What this guy's done, he's broken that chain. He has won. So let the city is embracing it. They're letting him enjoy it, and he should. He deserves every bit of it. He was superb in that Stanley Cup as well. Uh, he was superb all season long like he is every single season. Like I said, the legacy cemented, and now this guy goes down. When you think of celebrations and parades, you're never going to forget Alex Ovechkin's enjoyment after winning. And uh, Verona, I just sort of also got a tattoo on his wrist. I think the whole team is just been out <laughs> celebrating and drinking, and they might win 15 games. What was funny about his tattoo <laughs> was he was he was whacked. Yeah, this guy was yep. drunk off his mind getting it, and he's holding up his shirt yes. as if it's a long sleeve shirt covering his tattoo <laughs> to show he's so drunk. He's holding up his T-shirt like that to show his tattoo on his wrist. It's a T-shirt he's it's wearing. Awesome. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, look at Washington. They you can tell this is a great. This team is really having a ball winning it. They worked hard for it. Good for them. And uh, that'll bring us into Major League Baseball, Vinny, here at 710 uh, Monday night. Everybody give a call. Twitter, Facebook, all seem to be up right now. So definitely call in 
or uh, right to Goon, who's answering all those right now. But uh, Vinny, the Subway Series, your Yankees took two out of three. I did tell you Seth Lugo was going to be impressive, and he was. You did. I'll tip my cap to you there. Um, you even kept it going in our little group chat, the over-the-top chat over here. Just to stir the pot. You did. You did a good job stirring, and you got me wiled up, so you, you did what you wanted to do. It worked. And, uh, unfortunately, the Yankees got shut out for the first time this season. Um, you know, and things like that happen. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it was one game. It was Seth Lugo, who I think is going to stay in the rotation now. Uh, I'd, I'd say he's earned up. it. Absolutely. I'd pick him up in fantasy leagues. Uh, he did a real nice job last night. He's done a nice job out of the bullpen and even spot starts. Somebody to keep an eye on there in fantasy. Uh, the Mets then went out and cut Agon. Vinny, your thoughts? I mean, so Three what? Three strikeouts last night. So what? 500000 That's all he made. Yep. Um, he hasn't been great. He had a couple of timely hits in their winning streak. That was about it. Uh, it's Dom Smith's time right now, right? It is Dom Smith's time. Who has uh, more upside, honestly, for our future? Adrian Gonzalez on his one-year $500,000 contract or Dom Smith, who's been your minor leaguer, who uh, I know you're not very high on. But, honesty, it's probably close. Uh, I, think, I think he sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, naturally, Adrian Gonzalez is old. Dom Smith's not. There's more upside for Dom Smith, even though I don't think it's all there. I think you agree with me, honestly. So, um, I, yeah, I just got to say, that's, that's the right move. It, it doesn't hurt. I think the future is probably this kid, Peter Alonzo, they have in the farm. Well, you're not going to see this year, but he's going to be that first base in the future. I think they want to see what they have out of Dom Smith. And after seeing Adrian Gonzalez strike out three times last night, they know it's not going to be worse. He's going to strike out three times. You might as well let the kid play. So uh, I have no issue with it whatsoever. I don't think you're going to get much out of him. I wouldn't hold your breath, Met fan. I think the future is still that kid, Peter Alonzo, who you won't see this year, but has a good pop. Maybe they also cut Jose Lobatone, so they decided they don't need to carry three catchers every day, which is nice. <laughs> and the latest on Jose Reyes, who can't hit uh, water if he fell out of a boat and can't touch second base because he still thinks <laughs> the uh, neighborhood uh, play is still in effect. Um, is they want to DFA him. But Why they, won't they? <laughs> they don't want to because they don't want to ruin his Mets legacy and want him to just retire, and he won't do it. What legacy? That, I mean, that's been reported by Heyman um, and what's it, Ken Rosenthal's report. Oh, it's out there. Oh, man. He had a couple of 60 stolen base seasons for the Mets. He had one batting title that he pulled himself after the first at bat to make sure he got. That's his legacy. They do not want a DFA, Jose Reyes. Oh, man. They have to. This guy's so bad. His numbers are laugh out loud funny. They have to get rid of this guy, and they're doing about his legacy. Then get David Wright in the lineup while you're at it. Oh, they're going. To. I mean, <laughs> that's a matter of time. Oh, yeah. But pull out there pull Carlos Delgado out of retirement. Get Paul Duke to catch for you. Be one of your four catches you oh, got going on there. <laughs> Seriously, legacy. I mean, Jose Reyes, he was a decent Met. Don't get me wrong. He had a couple of all-star solid seasons, but legacy, that, that's – he doesn't get that. He wasn't that good to get that kind of treatment. His legacy also. The Yankees forced Alex Rodriguez out of town. Talk about a legacy. This guy had clutch hits in the postseason, won the World Series, had MVPs under his belt. This guy is a legacy. They ran him out of town. Jose Reyes, they're hanging on to him in his 150 average. Get out of here. Yeah, maybe you can put the article up on Twitter because that could be a good read for uh, for the followers. Um, I completely agree with you there. And listen, batting 150 again, this, is, this goes back to Aegon. There's somebody in the farm, Vinny, that's younger that can hit 150 for you. I, so call him up and let's see what he has. Absolutely. For sure. I know the Mets farm system's bad, but nobody's as bad as Jose Reyes is right now. Uh, to keep it Mets and Yankees right here. Yes. Uh, the Yankees, they lose Tanaka because he can't yes, run 90 yes, feet. Yes. Didn't tear one hamstring. Tore two. Just running a straight line. Uh, ridiculous, by the way. Uh, they're, they're in need of pitching help. We're not going to see Sheffield. We're not going to see Chance Adams. I forgot the guy's name. It's hard to pronounce, but he's coming up. We don't know much about him. Real quick, just like the Reyes, real quick, I'm searching this article. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Borelli, who owns Borelli's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Jose Reyes once didn't leave a tip on a $100 check at Borelli's. 
What a jerk. They didn't leave a tip? <laughs> no tip. <laughs> and uh, he has a house, I think, in Garden City. Yeah, he has, he has Long Island building. roots. Yeah, and does. I guess he's, uh, he's a cheap guy over there, that Jose Reyes. But uh, by the way, his Dominican Republic do not drink the water. Once again, <laughs> did not do that. But the Yankees, it looks like they're in need of a pitcher. Are they going to go out and trade one? And the Mets, as great as Seth Lugo was, Severino was pretty good. You got him out in the fifth, but he only made one mistake to Todd Frazier, and you only got two runs of offense. You won two nothing. Um, the Mets need hitting. It's it's bad. That offense is bad. Yeah, and Goon, just check out uh, Mike Francis had a tweet today. I think it's four runs in the last 77 innings for the Mets. He has that exact tweet. Um, yeah, you're right. They need offense, Vinny. Uh, Cespedes now just had a setback. He's not coming back anytime soon. Um, Todd Frazier's got, I think, two home runs now in, what, two games, back-to-back games. Uh, he had a home run. So, you know what you're going to get out of him. 25 You knew he was going to step up against a the Yanks. 40 average, maybe, if you're lucky. Go ahead. Uh, that is correct. It is seven runs in 77 innings. It's embarrassing. It, it's absolutely terrible. The offense sucks. Jose Batista's another fill-in. Conforto. He's got to go down to Triple A. I heard. Want, I heard he's going to get DFA. You want? He's not going to get DFA. He's going to go down to Triple A though. Well, well, yeah, that's actually what it meant. But uh, for him to be sent down before Jose Reyes gets DFA, that's also despicable. But I mean, Conforto is bad. He is having Cabrera's an awful been year. One of your best hitters. Now he went down with a hammy last night. And the best player on the team, uh, hitting wise, Brandon Nimmo is having a good year that they expected nothing from. So right in Nimmo. Right in Nimmo. Right in Because <laughs> he is not on the All Star <laughs> ballot, and you need someone. To represent the team, but the, you have DeGrom. to say, obviously, DeGrom is that guy. Uh, the, you know, it just keeps coming up every single week on New York radio. DeGrom, for some Yankee hitting, it just seems like it's too They're perfect of a deal, and you just know it's not going to happen because Brian Cashman doesn't want to see these young guys blossom right. for the Mets, and the Mets don't want to see DeGrom pitching in the World Series. And the they, they match up perfect. You're right. The, the prospects that you want it to return, perfect shooters. frontline starter. I mean, Severino, DeGrom, in your first two games in a playoff, I mean, wow. But it yeah. doesn't look like the ground's going to get traded to anybody, nonetheless. Uh, we'll see. Like I think one. they eventually will have to wake up and make that move. And there's no other team out there with the farm system like the New York Yankees. Speaking of the Yankees, any last point, uh, American League average this year is 77 home runs at this point. So that's the average for the American League. The Yankees have 103 and are on pace for the most home runs hit by any team in a season, which is the 1997 um, steroid Seattle Mariners, which had 264. You impressed? <laughs> I am impressed. You know why? Because everybody thought Judge and Stan would have like 20 home runs right now, and they are under, each yep. under 20 home runs. So I'm impressed with the all-around production. Guys like Andujar, guys like Libra Torres, stepping up big time. I mean, this is a bigger, bigger than the two big bats of Giancarlo and Judge. It's much bigger, that lineup. Uh, I agree with you. It Top is bottom. more impressive than uh, five foot six uh, Brett Boone with four arms out to here on steroids <laughs> five home runs. So uh, I agree with you. And uh, we'll now stick with Seattle. Angels and Seattle, they kick off a huge three-game series tonight in Seattle, uh, tied for the division lead. Angels, uh, I'm sorry, Seattle and Houston are tied for the division lead. Angels are four and a half back. The Otani news is going to try and see what happens in three weeks. going to shut them down. Grade two UCL. Uh, so it's worse than when they signed him. It has gotten worse. They've determined that. So now the question is, in three weeks, you bring him back. If he's still pain, you're going to leave him as a hitter. We're going to shut him down. He's going to miss all of next season with Tommy John surgery, and we're going to go forward. What do you do? Oh, man. Um, I think his his arm is too much more valuable than his bat. you got to do whatever's in the best interest of pitching Shohei Otani and not hitter Shohei Otani. Um, they got to make sure that arm's ready. And listen, people were saying they were babying this guy. This is why a guy playing both sides, we've never seen this. you you got to baby a guy like Shohei. And it's very interesting because if you bring him back in three weeks, first of all, we don't know where you're going to be. You're already four and a half back to Seattle and Houston. Houston, you know, is making the playoffs either 
by division, which we both think. More than likely. Correct. Or the wild card. And the way Seattle has played offensively without Cano, pitching-wise, led by Paxton and Marco Gonzalez. Led by who? Uh, Paxton and Marco Gonzalez. Oh, okay. We'll get to him in a second. <laughs> uh, you would just have to think the Angels are, realistically, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I don't know why Seattle's playing so great besides James Paxton, but um, once Robinson Cano's suspension came down, this team has just united and took taken off to a whole new level. I think they were uh, they're the best team in May or something like that, yep. right? Yep. Uh, Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. It's like four losses since Cano has gone uh, suspended. Yeah, something else, and they're getting it from all ends of the rotation. You've been mentioning Mike Leak on our Twitter nonstop. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm sure his percent owned is a lot higher than um, it was when you were tweeting him. Uh, he's been fantastic his last couple of starts. James Paxton. We got to start penciling this guy in for at least seven innings, three or less runs, and 10 strikeouts every time he's out there on the mound. Also, real quick, the Mariners said today that when Tuck comes back, he won't be the full-time second baseman because he will be ineligible for the playoffs with the suspension. So that brings up a great point, Vinny. You okay with that? How does that work? He, because he's suspended for steroids, he's not he eligible for the playoffs. Play playoffs. So he can't play the playoffs. So, yeah. Seattle saying he won't be the everyday second baseman when he returns. I am completely on board with that. If they are still in playoff, it matters what or, they are. Exactly. It exactly. matters where they are. I mean, um, if they're a couple of games out and you don't play Robinson Cano and miss the playoffs, who who's that on? That's on the manager. Yeah, but you want I, yeah, you want your team to be rolling without somebody. Now you get into the playoffs and all of a sudden. <laughs> Now what do we do? I think it's a nightmare decision if they don't play Robinson Cano and don't make the playoffs. If they are a division leader with, like, three or four games in the last two weeks, maybe you take that gamble. But, I, I mean, just being in a division in Houston, you have to assume you're playing for wild card. you got to play your best guys. And, obviously, Robinson Cano But how can you guy. say he's your best guy right now when you have four losses and 20-something wins since he's been suspended? I mean, this, who's we the second baseman right now? Who's even having second? I think it's been D. Gordon. D. Gordon, right. D. Gordon went back to second. Yeah. So who's out in the outfield? Mitch Hanniger, Cruz is DH, and then look up the yeah. other two. It's interesting. I'm very curious. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I don't know. I do. I do. Imagine, uh, imagine your team. You're not playing your best player. I mean, you got to go with best guys. You got to go down swinging with your best guys. That's how I look at it. Already is in front center. He sucks. Uh, Hanneker, so get D. Gordon back out there. Span. Bernard Span they just acquired with Colome. Yeah. And Romine. Okay. That was a nice little pickup spy. Uh, very underrated move over there. Everyone's like, oh, big deal. Bernard Span's old. And he, he looks old with his gray hair he's got going on there. Col- is not a bad pitcher. No, he's not. He's, and, you know, with Juan Macasio, Edwin Diaz, that's a nice 7 8 9. And that's who you want to go do business with. Quiet business like that. Hey, Tampa Bay, you want my shoes for this player? <laughs> Uh, that's what that's what you do. <laughs> uh, speaking of Otani, Vinny, um, we'll just wrap that up real quick. I agree with you that uh, his pitching arm is more important. But I will say this: he's impressed the hell out of us uh, hitting wise. I agree. And it would be interesting to see in three weeks, knowing he's going to miss all of next year anyway. If they gave him a month in the lineup just to see every day what he can do every day, I don't think that's smart. That'd be interesting, but I mean, they are next year anyway, no matter what. And I make fun of the Angels for having no left-hand hitting at all. He's their guy. He's right. their only guy who has a left-handed swinging bat that actually holds value in that lineup. So, yeah, they, they need him for that aspect, but you cannot fool around. Look at DeGrom. He got hurt swinging the bat. You he can't did. fool around with Otani right now. You can't. You got to shut him down. That's uh, it. Give Gleber Torres the rookie of the year. I will give you uh, – <laughs> well, now, I mean, it should be a runaway. Uh, his only other competition should probably be Andujar. So yeah, and he's definitely giving him a run right now. He's on fire. Uh, I will bring up James Paxton, Vinny, because you seem obsessed with him. Uh, he's six and one, three point oh three ERA in eighty nine innings. Uh, he's been awesome. 
He has. He's been absolutely ridiculous. I'm giving you that. Just awesome. He's been fantastic. <laughs> Top three pitcher in baseball. How's that? I like that because that's a accurate statement right there. What is his career high in innings, Vinny? All right. That can't be too high. I'm going to say 165. Give me one more guess. Um, wow, he wants me to – he's trying to make me go over or under that number here. All right, I'll, I'll go under. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. 135. 136, Vinny. It's high. It was last year. So now you're riding this guy's, you know what, his, <laughs> his career high is 136 innings. I'm riding his talk back. To me in, <laughs> talk to me in August, Vinny. All right, talk all right. Well, what was, our, what was our condition for this formal apology? Because I want to. He's got to still be pitching in August. I want to I I make a five-minute apology for you. I want 136 <laughs> innings. Let's see how far he goes over. And right. if they're in playoff contention, I mean, what are you going to do? A hundred and eighty innings. But he's a young guy. He's a young guy. Yes, he's battled some injuries, but this is the year. This is the year for him. He stepped up tremendously. Felix Hernandez is not the guy anymore. This is the year of James Paxton. Everybody's riding him going into this year, except for you. For some reason, Mr. Fantasy over here missed out on James Paxton, so we will have to see when he approaches that inning limit. What's he at right now? Uh, 89. 89? Once he gets that 135. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding? <laughs> when he gets that 135, we'll look at his outstanding He's all-star numbers. This, this guy might start the all-star game. Talk about inning limits. He might be starting the all-star game for the American League. That's how good he's been pitching. This could be him. could be Severino. I agree with you. But 136 innings. You're asking to go to 180, 40-something more innings than playoffs. Let's do it. I don't think I'm going to owe you anything. I trust him, and you are going to owe me quite the (laughs) apology. It's going to be great. We keep the James Paxton watch on. I will say this. uh, If I owe you an apology, I owe you an apology. But I bought you a gift that is not here yet. It's shipped today, and uh, I will give it to you live on the show whenever we get it. All right. Is uh, it a Paxton jersey? uh, You're close. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just put it like that. All right. I look forward to that. Uh, Felix Hernandez, Vinny, has a 5.70 ERA. He's been bombed his last two times. You're concerned now that King Felix, the time just could be up. You know, I kept saying they were done. I Actually, he's on my fantasy team. I drafted him very late. I thought he still had maybe that upside to get that last lick of King Felix in him. Uh, He's had a couple of good starts. He had eight strong and 10 Ks against somebody. I forgot who it was. But his last two outings, he did not look good. Yep. And, yeah, it looks like the days of King Felix are officially over, if they weren't over the last two years. I agree with you. And right now, you know, season ended today, which people like to do, he's probably not starting in the playoffs. I mean, maybe because it's King Felix and it's sentimental and you got there, you're giving him the ball. But most likely you're not. I well, mean, the way Gonzalez and Leak have pitched, he's not going to pitch. But you got to figure it's going to be Chris Sale versus James Paxton in the wild card game. Okay. Right? Now, I will crowning, give you I'm crowning the Yankees, the AL East. I'm crowning the Mariners and the Red Sox the wild card. All right. Who goes game two for the Mariners? Are you, I think it's Marco Gonzalez right now. Marco Gonzalez. I really and do. then you would put Mike Leake ahead of Felix Hernandez? If he's pitched, if his sinker has been the way it has been and he's pitching the way he has been, I think it's close. I really how, do. how owned do you think Marco Gonzalez is? I feel like he was largely undrafted going into the year. I would say right now, Goon, maybe we can get that. Uh, actually, I'll tell you right now, Goon, because I have the league up. I would say Marco Gonzalez is probably about 60% owned, Vinny. Wow. Because he has been great. You're right. He's been pretty good. Um, but Felix 59. Hernandez, 59. there you go. Felix Hernandez has been the guy for Seattle. Right. And for him not to get the ball, probably a game one like that, obviously right. it's Paxton's show now. Right. Uh, I would think maybe over Leak then. We'll, we'll put it like that. It'd be interesting to see if they don't put Felix in his first playoff game. He's right. not a playoff game. They're not give him the ball after all he's done for that franchise. You want to talk about legacy? Maybe Felix Hernandez has earned the legacy of getting the ball in the postseason. Man. A little bit better legacy than Jose Reyes. Uh, <laughs> Vinny, the Giants are 8-2 and two in their last 10. I want to write them off. I keep trying to write them <laughs> off. 
but they just took two out of three in Washington. They're two and a half games back in the West. Uh, Bumgarner is back, and yep. now they head to Miami, and Miami sucks. So, uh, you know, what are we doing here with the Giants? You are not riding them off. I mean, listen, if they can play competitive ball and somehow I – I, Cueto's on the 60-day DL, but if he can come back in September, he might be able to lift this team. Uh, they're getting the run support, I guess. I mean, uh, they beat Scherzer – was strictly Brandon two Crawford. Thing, right. two run home <laughs> he he had Crawford. four of the five hits, and one was a home run, and one was an RBI. Derek Holland made. pitched. Well, I mean, they're getting. Derek Holland outings. sucks. <laughs> I know. And somehow he's doing something for San Francisco. It's a home of a pitcher. It's a pitcher's ballpark over there. Um, I don't think it's going to stay. Uh, that's a very competitive NL West, and obviously in September is a lot of division games. I think that's when you could ride off the Giants, especially if Cueto doesn't come back, because that guy he was humongous before he went down. Uh, you can't talk the NL West without talking the NL Player of the Week, Paul Goldschmidt, who, uh, you know, Monster. We, we've had the over-unders and, you know, what he was going to do. And we were all a little concerned, but we all knew eventually it was going to happen. But he hit 640 this week with four home runs, 11 RBIs. He's now back on pace again for 30 home runs, which just shows you when you're talking over-unders and you're talking pace, you have one week like this. Now, all of a sudden, he was projected 12 home runs. Now it's 30. Yep, just like that. And even uh, he's on my fantasy keeper team. Just like that, this guy was ranked in the 300s, 400s overall player. Now he's already in the top 50. Right. Just from a week like that. Monster week, I believe he had four four home runs. Yep, 11 RBIs. 11 RBIs, batted over 600, had 11 extra base hits in a week. That is a monster week. And this is interesting news. I'm uh, yeah. sorry to break yep. it to you here. Uh, Deontay Wilder has agreed to terms with Anthony Joshua for a fight. That is a must-order fight. I know boxing has lost its lust. This is a heavyweight fight. You haven't seen heavyweight fighters like this in a long time. Wilder, Joshua. That is going to be a good one. Uh, Deontay Wilder is 40-0. Joshua is 21-0 with 20 uh, KOs and 39 KOs for Wilder. So these guys only had one match ever without knocking someone out. And these are the best heavyweights hands down. I believe it's going to happen in England. So it's yeah. probably going to be a 5 o'clock with start a time here. in the U.S. So they, it's going to be a two-fight deal, it looks like. Good, it should, no matter what. And it's going to be a good one. And I'm telling you right now, you'll never get Deontay Wilder at a cheaper value than this. Hammer Deontay Wilder because that guy's the real deal. Um. What was that, a sound effect, Goon? We're trying things out over here? No, no, carry on. <laughs> what, are you watching hockey fight? That was a pop-up that came up? <laughs> Vinny, uh, yeah, another good series that kicks off. The Brewers and the Cubs. Um, you know, we always harp on the NL West. It's such a good division. The NL uh, Central right now is shaping up to be pretty good ball. The way the Brewers have played, the way the Cubs have played, uh, the kickoff of three in Milwaukee, the Brewers lead the division by half a game. So let's start off. After this three-game series, who will be winning that division? Leading, right. I'm sorry, who will be leading that division? Uh, I don't know the pitching matchups exactly for this uh, particular series, but I do like the Cubs down the stretch still. I don't trust – two in their last ten. I don't trust Milwaukee's pitching. Uh, listen, that is a great lineup. That is a fun lineup to watch. They have Hayter, who is the most valuable yep. reliever in all of baseball. We all know his deal. Um, very fun Milwaukee team, but the starting rotation does not impress me. Unless they go out and sign a – you know, even a Chris Archer, get him over the National League, something like that. Yeah. And I know he hasn't been good this year, Archer. No. But that, that, that's good for the Brewers. You can get him for cheap. Right. Something. They just need to get some kind of pitching. Maybe I'll believe in them until they – if this if this is their starting rotation, not buying them. Uh, Vinny, you just mentioned starting rotation. What do you think the starting ERA is? Because we didn't like their rotation going into the season. During the previews, we said – They are over-exceeding. Right. So we Mike, said Alex Cobb, Lance Lynn, yeah. who haven't been good. Right. But we wanted them to go get some sort of starting pitching. What do you think their ERA is? All right. I know they've been pretty good, and I, I know it's not going to last either. I'm going to give them a 3.75. 4.17. Okay. Bullpen. What do you think the bullpen is? That's got to be pretty good. Right and butter. Um, I'll go even two. 
2.53. So this has the feeling of a Cleveland Indian team. Uh, they don't have Kluber. They don't have Carrasco. They don't Andrew even have Miller, a Bauer. <laughs> right, exactly. They, you know, that bread and butter with the bullpen, Brian Shaw, Cody Allen, Andrew Miller, Hader, Jeffries, Corey Nebel. This just seems like give me five innings as a I, starter, and now we go to I the I get bullpen. that comparison, but there is a Cy Young Award pitcher for the Cleveland Indians that the Brewers do not have. And uh, Carrasco is not a bad number two, so to say. Neither is Bauer at three. The rotation for the Indians is there, but everything else, that lineup in the rota- uh, bullpen, very fair comparison, I agree. But the, the pitching of the Cleveland Indians is superior to Milwaukee's. So you have the Cubs winning uh, the series, and they'll be in the lead for the division uh, after this series. Do you think the Cubs then win the NL Central? They are my pick. They are my pick. I really like the Cardinals. I love their little young staff. Alex Reyes is a disappointment. It looks like that guy is going to be suffering injuries. He's going to be one of those guys, unfortunately. And the talent's there. He's going to be the Mark Pryor. So Cub fans are happy to see that for the – for the Redbirds over there, but um, they don't have a road. Their lineup stinks in my eyes. Uh, they can't have uh, what's his name, Jose Martinez, as their best hitter. Yep. They need they need help over there. Otherwise, I'd pick the Cardinals. I like their, you know, I love Bud Norris closing the door for them over there. But uh, it's got to be the Cubs. They have the experience now. They have the best lineup. They have the best rotation all on paper. I think they figure it out over the hot days of the summer. And Vinny, we keep talking about uh, Alex Reyes and Carlos Martinez, Jake Flaherty. We're not giving love, speaking of the Cardinals, to Michael Walker and what he's done. And he's been the best guy so he's far. He's only 26 years old, and his ERA is 2.47. So he's throwing a breaking ball more, and he has been the best pitcher on that team. You got stats up there, right? Yes. Wasn't he phenomenal his first two years, and then he like the last three, he just hasn't been good, and everyone's just kind of forgotten about him? 21, he had a, uh, his rookie year, 2.78, 22, 3.20, and 23, 3.38. Then it was five, and then it was four. Um he made 30 starts, 27-30 during those bad years. So he pitched. He got his innings in. And 13 starts this season, 8-1 and one with a 2.47. Um, we're not talking about him at all. And I'm doing it, too. I keep mentioning Max Scherzer. He's an all-star. Yeah, Jacob deGrom. Michael Walker right now needs to be in that Cy Young conversation. Yeah, he really does. He has the numbers. He's, got, he's going. He's been competitive every single one of those games. I think even his one loss, he threw a really good game as yep. well. It uh, looks like he's figured it out because I know he was a big part of the, one of their World Series runs when he got the call up. And that's what uh, Cards fans are looking for with this young rotation that they have now. Uh, Waka has figured it out again. He's having a great year, and I don't see him slowing down. They need Carlos Martinez to come back and pitch like he did before he went on the DL because mm-hmm. his last two starts at the DL have not been very good. And they need a bat. And they've been they linked to, to Josh Donaldson, which is just ideal. All perfect it is. It really yeah. is. Go from uh, the Bluebirds to the Redbirds. Yeah. Uh, they need him, even though Donaldson is someone you should worry about too. I mean, right. this guy looks like he's been playing hurt. All season long. And but maybe motivation, stint. new team, playoff race. We know the talents there with right. Joshy D. So, um, bring her up rain, get him to St. Louis. They need that back. Because, like I said, Jose Martinez cannot be the uh, the centerpiece of that lineup. Uh, 735, Monday night, over-the-top sports. Uh, Vinny and Mike Goon is over there. Rob's out at Mohegan. This Saturday, join us. Rich Soybert will be on the show. Uh, former Giants guard, won a Super Bowl with them. And uh, we look forward to that. Uh, Vinny, Monday nights, I usually like to have some sort of game. Usually it's over-unders, but uh, to change it up, we're going to do concerned or not concerned. Bum, bum, bum. Do you have any sound effects for that, or uh, what do you have for I got it covered. Don't worry. (laughs) Record that. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) I am pumped for it. Let's Uh, go. All right. Miguel Cabrera is batting 233 over his last seven days. Zero home runs, one RBI. He is projected seven home runs and 53 RBIs this season. Are you concerned or not concerned? 
I am a little concerned for him because the Tigers have actually been uh, sneakily good this year, too, including yeah. that lineup. Especially those day games, I feel like they've been hitting the over on all, and the Tigers have just been blowing out teams in the day for some reason. I'm a little concerned because, like I said, that's a good lineup, and he's in the middle of it, uh, ending rallies. So to see a great hair like Miguel Cabrera, who I think is only playing anymore because he's getting paid oodles amount of money, yeah. and I think he's just in it now for the accolades of the 500 home runs, 3,000 hits chase. I'm a little concerned also. He's just battled injuries. He just – he looks slow. Uh, bat speed, the, the leg – he just, there's no power behind the swing. Everything was always slow about him except for that bat speed. Right, and uh, I'm a little bit concerned as well. And, uh, you know, I didn't put this in here, but we should kind of do a level here from 1 to 10. So 10 being most concerned, 1 being not concerned. I'm going to say I'm a 9, Vinny. I am You're very concerned with Miguel Cabrera. I'm going to say I'm a 5 because it wouldn't surprise me if he turns it on. It's your 50-50. Right. He's, uh, cause he's such a good hit. It's like Goldsmith. You knew it was going to happen, but he's a lot older. Yeah, well. So, it's like if, if I just said Miguel Cabrera what, did that week, that 16-hit right. week for him runs, would you be surprised? No, he's Miguel Cabrera. All right, I'm so I'm going to put it at a five. Eight and a half. I dropped that. <laughs> All right, there you, you go. I cocked it down a half. <laughs> All right, I'm off the ledge. Uh, El Gary, Vinny, is batting 083 the last seven days, 190 on the season. I don't have the home runs in front of me. The home runs are up there. The RBIs are up there. How concerned are you with El Gary hitting 083 uh, the last seven and 190 on the season? I am concerned because I kept saying going into the year that he's actually the best hitter on the Yankees, and he has not been. He hasn't even been the fifth best hitter on the Yankees, you could say. If it wasn't for the runs batted in, he probably would have been – it's something you would have to reevaluate. The team's winning, so he gets away with it. There's a lot of things that distract everybody from what Gary Sanchez is actually doing. But because of his talent, uh, I'm going to see – maybe give him a series off or something like that because Romine's been pretty good. He has. Romine's been a solid backup catcher yep. for the Yanks. I am concerned with Gary, but he's too young for me to get on him. I'm going to put it at a four. Uh, and I'm going to say a four also, and that's coming from somebody that hates the Yankees. Listen, looking at the catchers these days, Vinny – uh, to get 30 home runs out of a catcher is rare. You're going to get that. To get 80 RBIs as a floor is rare. You're going to get that. I'm not worried about this. I still think he's going to hit 240, which would be low for him. But uh, I think he still gets there. I'm not worried about that. And you've seen what he can do in a month span. We saw it, two, what, two years ago with that uh, tear that he went on? Yep. I'm not worried about Algari. I'm at a four. They can fluctuate, they fluctuate that DH like crazy. Uh, you got to play the four outfielders. You know, you want to play. get Hicks in there a good amount. You, you know, you, you got to give uh, half days off to right. Giancarlo, the judge. Maybe you give Sanchez more of the DH and keep Romine over there. And so uh, many rainouts. You know, who yeah. you can't really get on a roll. That's possibly. true. I'm not making excuses for the Yankees. I hate them. But seven rainouts this year. It's more than anybody in baseball. Who knows? Uh, Vinny, Ozzy Albies is batting 192 the last seven days. How concerned? Not too funny. <laughs> but um, I guess I'm a little concerned because it's a young guy, and we haven't seen his ceiling yet. He hasn't played a full season yet, and he had a really, really hot month. I'll put it at a, I'll put it at a seven of concern because uh, Kuna down. They need him to stay hot. Uh, the Braves, I know the pitching's over-exceeded, but I don't trust everyone in that rotation. Um, it's something they should be concerned about because 192, for a kid like that, you don't know how you rebound after a slump like that. Uh, I agree with almost everything there. Uh, I'll be at a five or a six. It, listen, I think his average now is at 240, so it's dropped significantly from where it started at. Um, I don't think they thought he was going to be this good, Vinny. I think they thought I agree with top that. prospect. The power, I don't think they thought was going to develop that quick. The on-base, I don't think they thought was going to develop that quick. So this season already for him has passed every expectation you would have to think. Uh, so anything you get the second half, who knows, all-star break, uh, whatever, uh, if he's there or not. A little bit of time off also, young kid, like you mentioned. I still think he's going to finish a solid season. So I'm at a five. 
I, I like your point, though, that they didn't think he was going to be as good as he was because Ozzie Albies was not one of those people in the Braves system that you were like, this guy, you right. know, like it Okuna was. was right. right. You did not hear that about Albies unless maybe you're closer to the team. I think they were like, wow, we found a gem here, and that's why you got to be concerned because, like I said, you don't know how you rebound after a slump like that. He was always a high prospect, not a great pro- uh, prospect. And, and he, he was performing you. like a great prospect. Right. Yeah, he is a, a superstar. Uh, Chris Davis, Vinny, the, the crappy one on Baltimore, not the good one with the K, uh, is batting 153 this season, four home runs and 15 RBIs. This is laugh out loud right here. He is projected 10 home runs and 37 RBIs with 207 strikeouts. How concerned are you? I'm not concerned because I knew he sucked for years. I drafted him in fantasy baseball high uh, two years ago, and I from that point on, I knew he was done. Uh, but for the Orioles, you got to be concerned at a 10 because you're paying him so much money after his, what, 57 home run season he had that year. Yep. And you're putting him in the lineup every day. This guy cannot hit a lefty at all. He can't even look at the pitch. He can't keep his eye on the ball. Uh, Chris Davis is absolutely horrible. If you're an Oriole fan, Oriole fan, absolute 10 concern for this guy because he's done so. You got to find a way to get rid of him. Yeah, and I just want to – I'm at a, a 10 also. I'm concerned. But after that 53 home run season, it went 26 – 47, 38, and 26 last year. 26 last year with only 61 RBIs. He's 32 right now. Uh, he's done. I mean, you want to talk about a DFA candidate, you're looking at one because they have a high prospect in the outfield in the waiting that could be up at any point. Um, again, all the amount of money, but we've seen it with Adrian Gonzalez. We've seen it with Hanley Ramirez. In baseball, Vinny, they will DFA you, even if you're making a ton of money. You can't keep Chris Davis's average in that lineup if he's not hitting 40-plus home runs. Right. And I just told you he's projected 10. Get him out of there. <laughs> Get him out. Go ahead, Goon. He's got four years left and at $21 million a year. Oh, nice contract oh, over there, Baltimore. Oh, oh, nice contract. See, this guy needs more Adderall. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I would DFA him. He is just stuck he, there. He might be a candidate for the uh, Bobby Bonilla deal. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's one of those guys that uh, I think he's just settled on. Just get me out of this line and let me sit on my ass and collect my money. He's checked out. Uh, Vinny, Jason Kipnis is batting two on two of the season. We were very high on him. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, sold, you sold me big time. I him. did. Listen, look what he did in spring training. <laughs> yeah. two, two on two on the season. He's been rumored as a DFA candidate. What's your level of concern? Well, that goes to show you exactly that spring training does mean jack. That, that's Jason Kipnis is a perfect example. He's probably the best hitter in all spring training. I'm concerned because uh, he has – Yet to show a sign of life. Yep. Nothing at all. So I'm concerned for the uh, – the Indians, I'd be more concerned they didn't have the depth. But uh, this guy was the second baseman turned outfielder. That's how much depth they got. So concern-wise for the Indians, I'll go let's, – let's just put it out of five. Um, I would be concerned. I really would. They had penciled him in for second base for outfield, batting 202. Uh, it's just not been well at all. Cleveland, uh, listen, that division's going to be theirs anyway. They could sleepwalk to that division. Such but, a bad um, division. The way Brantley has played this season, maybe that has canceled out Kipnis, uh, his poor performance. I'm at it like a six. I'd be a little concerned. And you were right. You said the Indians weren't going to be the same Indians they were last year. You're right. They're just playing the worst division in baseball. Right. So they're still going to get their postseason. Yep. Alex Wood, Vinny, this year, 4.43 ERA. Last year, 2.72. There's talk they're not even going to start him in the rotation. They're going to pull him out of it uh, with the way the young kids have uh, pitched in that rotation. How concerned are you, Alex Wood, 4.43 ERA? Concerned again for me, zero, because I know this guy sucks. I could not believe (laughs) the year he had last year. I couldn't believe Alex Wood. I thought he sucked 
so much. Somehow he put together a, an unlosable season yeah. with the Dodgers last year until the postseason. Yeah, it was something like even even better than like yeah. double digits, like ten and one or something. He's an All Star, unbelievable. It's about time he's been exposed because he's not a good pitcher. But for the Dodgers, you must be concerned because nobody in your rotation can stay healthy, including Walker Buehler now. Uh, Vinny Bryant, I completely agree with you. And listen, with we don't know how Kershaw uh, is going to when he's going to return, how he's going to return. I'd be concerned because you need that arm, you need that lefty in that rotation. So uh, side mark on Kershaw, he was throwing yeah. without uh, not on a mound, and he's expected back July first. But they might want to be a little more cautious with him because yeah. obviously they brought him back a little too soon last time. Completely agree with you. Uh, Brian Dozier's batting two thirty nine on the season, one fifty eight in his last seven. This is a team, Vinny, that went to the wild card game last year, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they had high expectations. They went out and spent money. Uh, they brought in Chaco to Rizzi. They signed Lance Lynn. How concerned are you with Brian Dozier? I'm very concerned because he felt disrespected by the uh, Twins. It looks like we're getting the call right now. So, uh, welcome to Over the Top Sports. What would you like to talk about? Hello, do we have you on the line? Yeah. Um, do you think I should sell high on Trevor's story after his – uh, last couple games? Uh, no, I. It, well, it depends who's out there. It depends how many teams your league is. But I actually like Trevor Story to end up with about 30 home runs, playing Colorado. That offense only gets better in the weather. That record at home is only going to get better. Uh, he's probably going to finish the top seven shortstop, top eight shortstop. You would think because of those power numbers, he's uh, even able to steal a base, Vinny. So to me, uh, I don't think he's a sell high unless you're able to go two for one and upgrade for a better shortstop. Thank you. You got it, man. And thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully uh, you give us a call back anytime soon. Any other questions, but uh, probably a Twitter guy right there. So we appreciate the follow and we appreciate the phone call. Uh, Vinny, back to uh, – go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, and I was just going to say, anytime, fantasy advice, Big Mike's on Twitter all the time for these guys. He gets piles of questions, and he's he's got the knowledge. Believe me, he's got it set. I've even uh, used them against him in my own league, these moves. <laughs> so, anytime, over-the-top sport, no S, tweet him. Uh, he's got streamers all the time, and people are he's getting quite a following with the fantasy news. Back to Brian Dozier. He's yeah. a guy who felt disrespected by the Twins. He um, – wanted his contract earlier, and then they kind of, I don't know, they threw some some kind of shade his way that he didn't like. And I thought he was going to go out there and stick it to him with a good year, even though it's not really sticking it to his team, mm-hmm. and then leave him. Uh, for a guy in his contract year, and you know where I stand on contract years, I yeah. want to see guys get paid, Mike. And he is not showing it right now. This is a guy you could always pencil in for 30 home runs at the second base position, which held his value, and he's not showing it. I'm definitely concerned, but I do know he can have a killer month and rebound this in a heartbeat. So I'm going to put it at his – I'm going to put out a five because I really trust him to have a sizzling hot month and, and shy this away. Uh, and I'm at an eight, man. If you, you want to be a wild card team, listen, that division sucks. But if you want to be a wild card team with the way Seattle's playing, you know one's coming out of the East. This is your guy. This is your superstar. You need that 30 home runs out of him. Uh, I am very concerned because this is unlike him. And you're right. He can get on a hot streak. But I got to see something, man. 239 on the season. Let's go. Uh, maybe the last one for you in baseball, concern, not concerned. Arizona is hitting 233 as a team, lowest in the league. We just saw goals for its week. Humidator. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Lamb is batting 234. No hitter on the team is batting over 300. Somehow uh, tied for first place in that NL East. Are you concerned with the Arizona hitting? A little bit because these numbers were a lot last year. Last year on all parties, Jake Lamb was uh, almost 100 RBIs. Yeah. Uh, maybe he even got it. Uh, a lot of 
impressive numbers, but I mean, this team... And Pollock's hurt, so we'll give him Right, that. right, as, as always, this guy, AJ yeah. Pollock, is too bad, because he really seems to have it when he's on the field. This guy looks like that special. He'd be a top five fantasy pick if he could just stay healthy, honestly. Yep. I mean, this guy just doesn't play the games. The numbers are always there. Uh, somebody's always stepping up for this team. When one guy's down, there's always a hot guy in that lineup getting it done. Even David Peralta in the beginning of the year yeah. was red hot. Uh, there's someone stepping up for the Diamondbacks all the time. I think eventually... They'll get a couple people putting together, and right now they're being anchored by the guy who should be anchoring them in Goldie. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not that concerned. I'm really not. Pollock's going to come back. They just put in John Jay, who's a, a, having a great year. He's got 70-something hits already. So, um, if anything, I'm more concerned that Humidor is really hurting them more than they expected. So, playing in Arizona, I don't have the numbers actually for in Arizona compared to on the road. But uh, I'm not that concerned. I'm going to put it at a three. Maybe I, you should look that up for Saturday because, I mean, the Humidor uh, – was a big deal going into the season. You haven't heard too many people talking about it since. And yeah, good. It really might. The Diamondbacks are batting at home. I don't know if you could find that. It might have a play in it. And I was I was not on board with it going into the year. Maybe it, it, there is something to it. Uh, Vinny, about seven, almost 7.50 here. So, uh, 10 minutes ago, a little football talk. It's never too early for football in my never. mind. So, I agree. Uh, Julio Jones just came out, will not report to mandatory camp. He wants to have a new contract. Um, he wants to get paid more. He's the eighth highest wide, paid wide receiver. So, real quick, put you on the spot. Can you name me a few of those seven in front of him? Um, Antonio Brown. Yep, he's one. He's making 17. Go. Okay. Um, T.Y. Hilton, one of them? No. Um, damn, you really put me on the spot here. I did. I, I didn't mean to. Uh, Mike Evans is two at 16.5. Okay, Sammy Watkins. Yes, he just got uh, a new contract. He's number four at 16. DeAndre Hopkins, 16.2. He's at three. Cleveland gave Jarvis Landry 15.1. He's at five. A.J. Green, 15. I'm fine with these so far. Here's the – Devontae Adams is a product of Aaron Rodgers at oh, seven. Yeah. 14.5 mil. Are you kidding me? And then eight, uh, Julio Jones. So, Vinny, when I say 14 million, he's at eight. Um, Antonio Brown is the highest at one at 17. Does Julio Jones have a case here for holding out? I guess he has a case, but, I mean, his contract doesn't do up till another two, three years, though, right? And he's making 14 a year. I mean, so he's right there. That's him kind of gambling that I'm not going to be the same kind of player in a couple of years. And um, naturally, you know, Odell's next in line to be paid up there with that Antonio Brown money. And that's next, Vinny. Where, first of all, uh, I want to hear your thoughts on Julio, but where does he end up now on the list now that you mentioned it? Odell? Yeah. He's got uh, you know what? See above Antonio Brown he's, paid He's probably going to get that. He's probably going to get that. I, I studied that contract very closely, knowing Odell was going to get paid, and uh, you knew that's how it goes. Uh, you see with the quarterbacks all the time, is Matt Stafford better than Aaron Rodgers? Well, no, but he's getting Ryan, paid more than him. Uh, yeah. Derek Carr? Yeah. Well. Uh, that's just how it works. Odell Beckham is definitely a top receiver. He might not be better than uh, Antonio Brown. He Talent-wise, he probably is. But, Age. But, yeah, exactly. That's just how it works. Odell Beckham's going to be the next guy in line up to j- jump up there. So, hopefully they sign him before Julio gets signed with the so Atlanta. So, why is Julio having such a big big deal out of this that he's only getting 14 and, and Antonio Brown's getting 17? If it was his contract here, I'd, I'd be hearing Julio out here, but it's not. And that's kind of him. He had a down year this year. Yeah. He's going to find the oh, end yeah. zone. That's kind of him betting not against this himself. Year, Look yeah. at those touchdown numbers. They're not up there with Antonio Brown or even Mike Evans, for that matter. Or Hopkins. Right. And I think two years ago, he wasn't uh, that great of numbers either, except right. for that one game where he had almost a 300-yard game, which was insane. Yep. But uh, listen, I, I think he, that's him not trusting himself down the road to be playing at the level that uh, his contract says right now. One thing that you take out of this list, uh, there's something that jumps out at me, and it's Sammy Watkins getting $16 million. Are you kidding me? I don't know what team's seeing this guy. The only time he's earned his money was in the relevant game to knock the Jets out of the playoffs with the Bills. That is (laughs) 
Uh, and then the other big news, uh, the Cowboys gave Zach Martin a six-year deal. He's now the highest-paid guard in the league. Uh, deserves it, yes or no? Yeah, I say I so. agree. Especially with Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, Anyone on no that, that line is their bread and butter. Yep. You've got to uh, keep that line assembled, keep them happy, and you know that's the only reason they won 13 games uh, two seasons ago. They do nothing without that line, especially for a young quarterback in Dak. Go ahead, Goon. I have your uh, home away split for Arizona. Ahead. The home batting average, 221, away 225. They suck both boys. Uh, <laughs> home runs at home, 33, away 40. So it's nothing the same. Yeah. All right, so no, nothing special no. there. It's pretty good. Good job, Goon. <laughs> uh, Vinny, staying with the NFL, the sporting news has ranked all 32 quarterbacks for this season, heading into this season, for this season, the 2018 season, uh, I'm not going to put you on the spot again, but I will say Brady was one, Rodgers two, Wilson three, Breeze four, Wentz five. You have an issue with the five I just gave you. It was Brady, Rodgers. Wilson, Breeze, Wentz. That's the five. No, I'm actually glad Wentz is not in the top three. Okay, I agree with that. I have no – listen, I'm being uh, – Maybe Matt Ryan should be in there. I'm not going to nitpick. I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah. Ben is six, okay. Ryan seven, Jimmy G eight, Rivers nine, Stafford ten. Uh, I don't have an issue there either, to be honest with you. Vinny. Where so, is Eli Manning? I'm going to get there. <laughs> all uh, right, all so right. There's your Keep 10, going. all right? Uh, I have no issue. Listen, again, not nitpicking. It's fine. Mari- your next five. Mariota's 11, Watson 12, Goff 13, Cousins 14, Dak 15. you have any issues there? Yeah, I like, um, I like Watson and Goff over Mariota. I like Cousins not getting all the love. Uh, but I would have him over Mariota, too. So, again, basic. I would have Watson higher. I agree. I would have Goff higher. And I would have Cousins higher. I am believing all the hype. I think Goff's lineup. numbers last year, at least, like, Watson were doing on potential right. now. And I don't Goff, like Mariota Goff's numbers, there. Yeah, Goff's numbers last year has earned him top ten, if you ask me. Way too early for Marcus Mariota. We haven't seen a goddamn thing from him. <laughs> uh, here's 16 uh, through 20. Uh, Tyrod Taylor with the Cleveland Browns is 16. Jameis Winston, 17. Carr, 18. Cam, 19. Luck, 20. What wow. issues there? I guess luck because you got to play to be on this list. But um, <laughs> the fact that I haven't heard Eli Manning's name yet <laughs> is, is upsetting me. Uh, Cam Newton is definitely – he feels uh, disrespected. I agree with that. Tyrod Taylor is ranked way too high over a couple of those right that. there. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I feel like luck should just be penalized just for not playing. But if he's on the field, you know, he's not even 20. So you're only penalizing right. him to 20 for not playing. It's it, you know because if he's playing, he's a top ten quarterback. I don't understand how you could have Cam Newton and even Carr, uh, for that matter, rated uh, higher than Dak Prescott. I don't get it. Yeah. Dak has no weapons. And I we're agree. Calling with that Dak too. the fifteenth best quarterback heading into this year. That's because he wears a star on his helmet. Uh, you ready for the next five? Blake Bortles, Case Keenum, oh. Alex Smith, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, and Pat Mahomes. Those are your oh next man. <laughs> Where's the love for my man Eli? Pat Mahomes is ahead of him. You have any issues there? Yeah, Mitch Trubisky should be number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Eli Manning's better than both those guys, Trubisky and uh, Mahomes. I mean, he's got to show something. Case Keenum even deserves to be a little higher. This guy was awesome last year. Uh, Case Keenum going to Denver, good weapons there. Look but, at these quarterbacks, man. This is a good league of quarterbacks. Yeah, Blake Bortles, uh, he should not be 21. I, I, I mean, they went to the playoffs, and he had 50-something yards in one of a couple Blake of those Bortles games, is so. the garbage man of fantasy uh, football. Alex Smith is not going to be good. Uh, Trubisky, I need to see more. Pat Mahomes in fantasy, Vinny, is going to be a top-10 fantasy quarterback. He is so intriguing uh, because he's got he's the arm strength. and the arm. Uh, you ready for the next five, Vin? Kind of. I'm a little scared. Oh, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, Big Mike. 26. 
Yes. Uh, at 26, it's Andy Dalton. No. 27, <laughs> Ryan Townenhill. No, you got to be kidding me. 28, it's Josh McCown. Oh, my God. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Who, who, who ranked this list? Pull it up right now. This is the Sporting News. Sportingnews.com. It's from five days ago, six days ago. Their uh, top 32 quarterbacks heading into the year. Oh, no. It's, it's, I want to know the, guy who the name of the guy. Go look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, 20, 26 is Dalton, 27 Tannehill, 28 McCown, 29 Flacco, and Eli Manning is at number 30, Vinny. That is disrespectful. Absolutely disrespectful. Uh, listen, you want to know why he's ranked that low? Ben McAdoo. That's why he's ranked that low. Because he's going to climb up the chart. He's going to have a huge bounce back here. I'm telling you. I know I'm a big Giants fan, and everyone's just really like, oh, of course you're going to say that. He's going to have a big bounce back here, an improved line. He got that stupid head coach out. No more stupid West Coast offense with a guy who could actually throw the ball downfield. Uh, He's going to have a big year. I hate that Tannehill is ahead of him. Uh, Even Dalton should be ahead of him. There's a a lot of names over there. I can't believe how high Tyrod Taylor is on this list. Oh, man, what a disgusting list. Eli Manning is ahead of two quarterbacks, Sam Bradford and A.J. McCarron. Yeah, well, thank God he's ahead of those two. Oh, man. This is based, off, based off weapons alone, I don't know how Eli's not top 20. And that's being generous. Yeah. I don't know how you have Dak Prescott ahead of him with the weapons that Dak Prescott doesn't have. I yeah, think uh, I think Carr got disrespected here. Um, Case Keenum got disrespected. Uh, Mr. Trubisky should not be over Eli Manning. And, you know, I love him. Mahomes yeah. is all potential. Blake um, Bortles? Blake Bortles. He won games last year, but we all know where his stats come. It's while they're up already. The so disrespect the for man. Eli Manning has been since he was drafted, Vinny, and will never go away. We'll have to bring that up to Rich Soybert on Saturday. Vinny Iyer is the writer of that article. <laughs> well, let's get Vinny Iyer over here and rate Actually, the show. Actually, if you find him on Twitter, I'll try and get him I on. Think, I, think I will. You are awarded the stupid idiot of the week. Well, I don't know if he'll come on now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Eli's got a lot of people to prove wrong. Then about three minutes to go, um, I just want to touch on, A, the Derby. We didn't touch on that. Justify did win it. We didn't that. like him on Saturday, but he did win it. Very impressive. I didn't get to watch it. Um, but, I mean, anytime he led the crowd, whole race. Yep. Uh, that, that says a lot because yep. usually you crap out if you do it, especially on a big track like Belmont. Hey, the Triple Crown, is, it's a big deal. You don't see it all the time. What is there, only eight of all time? Uh, 14, I 14 think 14 Okay, now. either way, it's been going on for eternities. So, uh, congrats to Justify. Uh, Gronkowski's horse finished second, which nobody uh, had that happen either. He was a long shot in the derby. I bet you that lost them a lot of money in Belmont. Just a show. Gronk. Uh, yeah, just everyone that, yeah. playing just Gronk's horse because they like Gronk. Just yep. a show. That probably lost them a lot of money. Uh, and then with two minutes to go here, I do want to touch on UFC real quick. Uh, CM Punk. <laughs> what the hell was that? that was you are oh, one uh, pathetic uh, loser. <laughs> uh, so, CM Punk fought Mike Jackson. It was one of the worst, an opening card on UFC. It was one of the worst fights I ever saw. First of all, CM Punk looked a little better, but um, by the second round, he was out on his feet. Actually, it was the second round, he was laying on his back the entire <laughs> round, getting pounded. And Mike Jackson didn't have the balls or the talent or knowledge to put it away. He's out there rolling his hand like this, like it was uh, Apollo Creed about to hit Rocky, and uh, couldn't put it away. The third round, he was out on his feet. CM Punk had no idea where he was. He was out on his feet. It was horrible. The best fight of the night, though, Whitaker Romero. It was a shame Romero didn't make weight. That was the best fight, one of the best fights I've ever seen. It was absolutely outstanding, and uh, it'll be up on YouTube, I'm sure, if it's not already. It's definitely a fight to take a look at. UFC, even with that punk fight, Vinny, they hit a home run. They needed a big card because they haven't had one, 
and uh, it was it was worth the uh, the pay. If you paid for it, I didn't. If you paid for it, it was worth it. <laughs> so with that, seven fifty nine, Vinny. That was my final take. Give me yours. Um, Odell Beckham plans on returning. He'll be at mandatory training camp. So this guy continues to do everything right this offseason. He gets bashed like crazy when he does something wrong. I want to applaud him for doing something right right now. Uh, and there you have it. We didn't touch on T.O. So uh, for Facebook, Vinny, give me your thoughts on T.O. not attending. A loser. He doesn't deserve the ceremony anyway. All right. So that made it to Block Talk. <laughs> didn't even have to go to Facebook. <laughs> Completely agree with you. He finally made the Hall of Fame. Now he won't attend. Terrell Owens, you're a douchebag. Everybody who watched, listened, called, thank you for joining us. We'll be back on Saturday. Rob's back on Saturday. Goon's away. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Check out our website at www.overthetopsportshow.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Over the Top Sport, no S, and on Instagram at Over the Top Sports Show.